The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to help manage and grow your real estate media business. Online at Aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O.com. Welcome to Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media, a real estate media company based in Southern California. Oh man, today, Mark's here. Mark Corcoran, our COO and another co-founder. Mark, hello. Hey, hey, I'm back in the pod seat. Oh, Happy to be here. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Chelsea, oh no, Chelsea today. She's producing from afar. Always a sad, sad moment for Mark and I, but I, I, we'll muddle through somehow. Um, so Mark, we're rolling into November. We're, we're getting ready. Uh, PMRE is coming up in just about a month from when we're recording. So I have a whole hour presentation to give. So I think I'm just going to record this podcast and play it up on the, the stage. I, Perfect. Uh, I won't. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Simple workaround for you. <laughs> yeah. But we wanted to talk today about, um, big deals and how kind of larger, because we're so used in our industry of just having repeatable kind of smaller jobs, you know, 200, 300, $400, $1,000, you know, things like that. But how can getting bigger jobs that are tens of thousands of dollars or even more kind of help transform your business? How, how can you go about trying to find those? Um, I don't know that we have all those answers, but um, it is something that we've been thinking about because so Mark, the last couple of weeks, we've kind of had this thing happening that uh, I, I thought we could go over and kind of tell the story of, of where we are with it, uh, because it is a big deal, right? This thing that we're working on is a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting. It's a shiny object that we're trying to nail down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah. So, uh, so, okay, so I guess I'll, I'll go with the backstory a little bit. Um, uh, last year, you know, one of the things that we've tried to do uh, uh, avenues outside of like the straight real estate market is we've been trying to leverage our Matterport uh, systems because we have, you know, obviously we have Matterport cameras, we have the accounts, we have everything, and one of the the clients that we can go after with that is our architects. And so we've done a bit of that, you know, people in the, in the mode of remodeling. I mean, there's just so many uses for Matterport that are not real estate focused. And last year we had landed this, uh, architect client from out of town who had just found us on a, on a website and knew had needed some stuff done in Southern California. And they subcontracted us to do some Matterport for, um, this national chain of stores. Um, and we ended up doing a couple jobs, uh, one in, um, with way far east of LA and then one in Bakersfield. Um, and I got the, the joy of, you got the lucky job of scanning and what it was meant to be like 10,000 square feet and ended up being significantly more. It was like 10,000 square feet in each store. And then when I got there, they were like, well, no, we want to go all the way over there and do this. And, and so it ended up being like 50,000 square feet and I had to do it like in one day and yeah, I, mean, I didn't even lot. know you could fit that many scans in one Matterport yeah, project. It, it was kind of wild, right? Yeah, yeah, it was big, and because it was a kind of a, a store with like tight aisles and stuff, it was a, it was like you had to. Do, it wasn't just like a big empty space. It was like a working store. So mm-hmm. it was. Uh, let me just say, it was a lot of scans. Yeah. Well, thanks um, for doing that, man. Oh yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it, well, the nice thing is, uh, like we charged a lot more because it was a lot more square footage. Yeah. And and the and, good thing too was you actually were down there and you met 
our contact, right? The guy that found exactly. us. So we got to kind of work exactly. that relationship. Exactly. So the architect was there. And so, yeah, I was definitely able to, you know, work the old uh, charm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so I feel like that he wanted to work with us again. And then, you know, a year goes by and we don't hear from him. But I think it's a, it's a firm that does kind of bigger jobs. Um, so it's not like a residential uh, firm. They're doing big things for, you know, bigger companies. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, he calls me up and said, well, I got a, uh, I, I think we have a big um, potential Matterport job coming up. Would you be interested? It's, it's probably going to be about 1.2 million square feet spread, upon, spread out <laughs> on all these different stores um, uh, around s- California. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, in fact, we would be interested in that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny how the timing was too, right? Because it it's a similar time of year. Like right. when we're starting to slow down with real estate, that kind of fell in our lap last year. And then it's like, yeah. boom, he popped up again, same time of year. We're like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yes, let's do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, but 1.2 million square feet, I mean, that is a lot of scanning. And uh, so we, and so he told us that, look, we, we, have, we have to present, it to the store, mm-hmm. uh, to the, to the company. And they have asked us to get at least two bids for the Matterport, uh, uh, portion of, of what they're doing, uh, in this larger remodel. And then, uh, also they asked us to have a cheaper option because they felt like Matterport's going to be an expensive option. Yeah. And, um, uh, so I, I don't even know what they were going to do, but the f- architecture firm itself would like take some 360 photos and kind of mm-hmm. stitch them together. Not like I got, I don't even know what they were going to do, but anyway, supposedly that was going to be the cheaper option. He said, you know, so if you guys can put together a bid and, and he said, I, I got to get you all the, the information for exactly the parameters of the job. I'm just kind of guessing right, right. now. We were, and they just kind of said West coast too, right? Like, yeah, that's West, coast, so vague. Yeah. Yeah. West coast, 1.2 million square feet. And so we mm-hmm. started thinking like, how are we going to, how, how are we going to bid this out? And, um, I, you know, kind of talked to a couple people I knew in the industry, mm-hmm. kind of got a sense of what, what their pricing is and what we kind of, what, what we kind of thought. Um, and, but we couldn't do anything until we got the parameters of the actual job. Right. And we so, needed the actual locations, the actual yeah. square footage. Yeah. And so a, you know, five or six days go by. Oh, and the other thing is not only are, is it 1.2 million, we're missing part of this, the big thing is it, oh, and they need it all done by November 5th. Yeah, and you're like, and this was six weeks, right? Yeah, and so this is they're contacting us in uh, you know mid September, and you're like, well, okay, that's by the time we get this all hammered out, I mean, it's going to be the the first scan could take place maybe October seventh if we were Mm -hmm. really lucky. Yeah. It's like suddenly the logistics, right? We're like, yeah. man, can we yeah. pull this off? Yeah. And so, it, and it took them five days to get us the the actual list of the stores and everything. Yeah. And so the actual list was, I will say, slightly different than he had mentioned to mm-hmm. us. It was how kind many, of familiar, right? Like yeah. familiar story from last time. Like, right. This is what we think. And you share <laughs> yeah. enough and you're like, whoa, it's so, five times more. Yeah. yeah. So what was it? Mark, it ended up, so the square footage was kind of insane. It was like 3.8 million square feet across right. like 25 some stores. Yeah. And each level of the store was its own independent scan and it was going to be like 67. Yeah. 60, massive, we felt like I mean, 67 just, scan days. Yeah. I mean, is what each, we, each one is like 25 to 50,000 square feet per floor. I mean, it was something just ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, per location, per floor. Um, and, and so the, that's a moment where you're like, well, can we do this? Mm-hmm. Suddenly it's triple <laughs> what we thought we might be able to pull off, right? And yeah. Like, exactly. Do we have the staff to do it? Do we mm-hmm. have the equipment to do it? And it, it was, and, and so as we were doing the bid, you know, we started 
just kind of figuring out logistically if it's even possible because we do have a lot of other stuff going on. I mean, you know, our, the business slows down this time of year. Um, but I, I, you know, I got PMRE to, to, you know, it's kind of PMRE is a big deal and it's like doing an hour presentation. It's like, it's not like I can just like write that next Saturday. No, it's like, you don't hey, want to be it. shooting full time or scanning huge stores. Yeah, or right. Whatever. You're just scan. Yeah. You're just out scanning for a week straight in mm-hmm. like Topeka. Right. Um, I mean, I think our initial thought was like, Oh, well we'll just subcontract it all out. We have, you know, yeah. a nationwide contact list of Matterport people. If we don't know someone, we'll find someone and we'll yeah. just subcontract it all out. Yeah. Well, that was, you know, one of the options we thought Mm -hmm. of, but then you're like, well, how much can we really charge? And then you're giving you know, and so, but Mm -hmm. what we did think too is like, well, let's, if we get this, we're, let's just buy three of the new Matterport three cameras and Mm -hmm. those, you know, for the, for the kit, because I think now they're not even shipping the, the individual cameras. You have to buy the acceleration kit, you know, pay a couple more grand to to have (laughs) to, to get like a tripod dolly or something. They're taking Um, a page out of DJI's with the fly more kit. It's like the do more kit or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the extra battery. Um, mm-hmm. so we're like, well, let's buy three of those. I mean, that's $30,000, but mm-hmm. you know, but it would cut the scan time in half. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that, I mean, that would things. be huge on a sizable job like that. I mean, that's a real, real, real difference. Yeah. I mean, um, we haven't seen one right in person. We don't know anyone no, who's used they them, just, but they just started shipping their marketing like, thing is like shipping 20 like seconds or less per yeah. scan, as opposed to 40 seconds, you can do them 10 to 20 feet apart. And it's like for day-to-day real estate to shell out eight grand for a Matterport camera that's going to save you a few minutes doesn't yeah. really make sense. But well, suddenly but you can scan outside. Have, I think I, yeah, I think there yeah. is there's a conversation to be had about it, but mm-hmm. um, it's not so clear cut. And, and we should have that conversation on this podcast, but not today. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so that's one of the things as we were trying to put together the bid of of what is this actually going to cost us? So it's not only mm-hmm. our labor costs, it's not only travel costs. And, 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 and travel was actually going to be a separate line item. I think travel was basically we're estimating and then they're just going to cover the travel, whatever it ends up being. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of your, even if you're just charging uh, an amount per square foot, when you're like, oh, all of a sudden we're going to have to like spend 30 grand on equipment um, or maybe... 40 grand, maybe we yeah. have to buy four of those cameras well, yeah. and it's hire like the longer it went, right? The closer we got to November 5th and we're right. like, man, three is not enough. We need to be right. doing simultaneous right. stores and the whole thing. Yeah. And, and so you, in, in, and then when you're thinking about subcontracting is I, I think because that camera is so new and it's so expensive that most people are not going to have that camera. And exactly. I think they probably, and part of the pitch was that, oh, we're going to do it with the brand new Matterport three camera and the mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think, you know, running the numbers for us and the fact that our real estate starting to slow down a bit, it's like, we want to give the hours to our people, right? Yes, so exactly. it's like, Hey, if we can throw them on a plane and they go do it and exactly. they're more than happy to do it, then maybe that's a better route. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden you can, you can send your staff out and they're going to scan all day, maybe get overtime. And you know, if you're lucky, you have enough built into your bid that you can withstand those, those overtimes. And so then everyone's mm-hmm. happy. We're making money. Our staff is making money. They get to like, you know, go to, Chicago or yeah, Honolulu. Yeah, they get to or, like an unexpected trip, which is kind of fun and different and it breaks yeah. things up for them. So yeah. Yeah, could be a win-win. So that's what we're thinking with our, um, with the staff. And um, so it was hard to put, put together the numbers. And, and, and because I think we're used to dealing with these smaller jobs, like I think um, we have not been marketing ourselves as a, as a firm that takes on these giant projects. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, we've done some, some bigger jobs in the past. And I mean, but we, you know, honestly, you, I think our biggest job ever has been like say $10,000. Right. And I yeah. think that's nothing to sneeze at. That's great. You know, for like a, like a little bigger video project and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So all of a sudden now you're looking at something that is on a scale that we have not even contemplated yeah. that much. I mean, and, it's like 10x what we kind of yeah. even have oh, thought about more, before, yeah. let alone like try to figure out. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, and I bring that up because the mindset is different because I think we're used to dealing with realtors who are the cheapest ass people in the world, right? Right. And I, I feel like industry-wide, there's been kind of downward pressure in the residential yes. market on Matterport prices and you can only really go so far with Matterport yeah, prices, right? Uh, You're with like anything, the two to three you know, to $400 range. With, with anything for most realtors, it's, it's, it's very hard to charge more money. They're very mm-hmm. price sensitive. And when you're dealing with a giant corporation, it's just like, it's just numbers to them. And mm-hmm. they're like, they're, they're, no individual actually has an emotional stake in it where a realtor is always just all about the emotional, like, can I pay my rent if I have to pay yeah. $500 to you? Totally. It's a whole different ball so, game, right? Different way I, of And thinking. I think we're coming at it with that kind of almost PTSD about dealing with realtors all the time is that we're, we're, we're like, well, we got to trim here. We got to trim that. And also, you know, you want to get the job, right? Well, that's it. Yeah. And part of it was like, he's getting a couple of bids and it's like, they're going to go with the lowest bid. And that's what what our contact said. He's he's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, look, I want to work with you guys, but it is going to be, you know, a dollars and cents thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. So, so we, yeah, when you're, you're looking at 3.8 million square feet, it's like, what well, it makes sense on a per, you know, per square foot basis. It's right. Like, and so we kind of came up with something that we thought was low, but that we would still make a very, very healthy profit. Yeah. And, um, I, I had a, I felt like I had a good enough relationship with our contact that I wanted, once we kind of figured out what the bid was, I called him and I said, Hey, I just want to you know, make sure that we're in the range. Cause I, for us that felt like, Oh man, this is like so much money. Yeah. It's like, we just felt someone's going to laugh at it and Mike say, Oh, good job. Good effort guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to really, um, kind of try to take the temperature mm-hmm. of, of what was going on. And yeah. I knew he wasn't going to like, you know, tell, Oh no, this is what you should bid. But I, so I kind of told him what we were thinking and what that it would include and his words to me, and I'll never forget it. I think he said, Oh, that's way too low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember kind of overhearing that conversation and just seeing your eyes like kind of light up like, wait, whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, what planet whoa. are we on? Whoa. Because he said that that, that was going to come in under what the cheap option was mm-hmm. going to be. And he's like, I think you need, he's like, I'm not going to tell you what you need, what it should be, but I think you need to get to at least this. Mm-hmm. And so we sat back down, uh, right then. Cause Got we back were, into we, the spreadsheet, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay, well let's change this up. And so we ended up, um, adding about a th- 50% mm-hmm. almost to it. Yeah. And, um, suddenly we looked, you know, we bumped up the price per square foot, but then we're looking at the travel cause yeah, we kind of tried to bunch some travel to save a couple hundred bucks on this flight or yeah, that hotel. Well, exactly. Like, exactly. And then let's then just price just, it all out individually. And, and like after talking to him, you're just like, Oh yeah, that's right. We're dealing with these big corporations. They just don't care. And they're mm-hmm. used to like sending their executives off on a trip and they're staying in, in suites or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like what we're, we're like, well, you know, we'll put them, you know, we'll put, up at the, at the comfort suites downtown, you know, yeah. or whatever. And you're <laughs> looking like, at like, Oh, what can we save then, on then, Southwest then, or then, whatever? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then you're just like, after that conversation, I'm like, Oh my God, we are such dopes. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not that we're dopes, but it's just, we're, we're just not operating in that 
world. Yeah, on it's the, like on we're playing in the minor leagues, right? We're not used to the to the big field, the big yeah, leagues. Yeah, it's it's just, just, yeah. It's just yeah, it's just a different landscape. And so, um, but once I did that, it's like, oh no, no, no. Okay, let's yeah, let's bump up the per diem. Let's bump up, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. the level of hotel room because that's because that's just how it is. And um, so we quickly reformatted because the 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 bids were due by the end of that day. And or so, so we thought, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we we sent it off and um and felt pretty good. Well, we felt yeah, I no, felt I really, felt really good, right? good, right? I mean, we because knew this basically guy, we knew right? we were gonna be the lowest bid. Yeah. We'd worked with them before. Yeah. We'd scanned this type type of store. The store knew what we could do. He knew what we could do. They had everyone had a working relationship. He yeah. told us where we kind of needed to be. We came in no, there and like, and, yeah. and, and really I, like that phone call made us like a shit ton of money. Right. Yeah. So we, so we sent this off coming in, you know, 50% more than we had originally budgeted. And at our original price, we thought we were going to make a pretty nice profit. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, Oh my God, this is going to, tra- this is going to transform our business. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's the, then that's the feeling. And then, but you still of course have those pangs of doubt. Oh my God, it's too high or it's too this, it's too that. Oh, they're going to see where, you know, the, you, ha- you start having the imposter syndrome. Oh, mm-hmm. we're frauds. They're going to, this company is going to look at our website and realize yeah. we only have five employees or, you know, whatever it is. And <laughs> we it's only like, do residential. Or, yeah. 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 You, you, st- you start to pick your, uh, pick those vulnerabilities that you, that you feel in those, you know, when you wake up at three in the morning and those all of a sudden are just like, yeah. just gnawing at you. Right. At you, and yeah. Then, and it was like the timeline he gave us didn't end up being the timeline. Right. right. Well, and cause he said, of, we yeah. sent the bid and he's like, okay, this is great. I will let you know of the decision tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh man. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wake up tomorrow. Yeah. We're ready to go. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, so, how many times? Uh, oh, how many times? Email? Email? Oh, I check my email a lot. And you know, you're figuring you're like, Oh, if we get an email, it's bad. If he calls us, it's good. Mm-hmm. And so I just like, you know, kind of was wincing, checking my email all day. And we didn't hear anything. Mm. And then the next day, we didn't hear anything. And by the, by the end of the, by the end of the day, the next day, almost 48 hours after I was like, Hey, I, I, I was like, okay, I don't want to be this person, but I mean, I got to touch base. I said, Hey, mm-hmm. uh, when, um, when do you think we might hear something? We, you know, cause I was like, we're just really excited. And I know, and if we want to get this done on this timeline, we just need to, you know, start the logistics yeah. planning to start putting stuff in place. Yeah. And then he said, oh, well, you know, our bid to them isn't actually due for another day or two or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, then why did you tell us that we would find out tomorrow? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that was frustrating. Yeah, yeah that was a little was... frustrating. It was, and it was fine. It was more of just like, I, I would expect that it would take a few days, but then you tell us like it's going to be tomorrow. And then you're just, and then after the end of tomorrow comes and you don't hear, you're like, oh, great. We're not getting it. Yeah. Then the real doubt starts creeping in. Right. Like, oh, the longer it takes, the less likely it is. Right. And then, yeah. and so then by the time um, he says, oh, you know, our bid isn't even due yet. And then um, I like, and then he's like, oh, I think you'll hear, you know, we'll hear probably Monday. And this was, I think on a Thursday. It was a Thursday or Friday. And, yeah. and so then it was, you were like, okay, Mark, no, we can't, we can't feel bad. The company hasn't even seen our bid yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't, you know, don't like give in to these, those, uh, you know, those voices in your head of like, oh, this is, you're, you're not going to get this. And so, um, 
Monday comes around and, and, and no, and Friday, I think this is a, a more into, also an integral part of the story is we, uh, Friday, we had our call with Jeff, Jeff Alcasian mm, is yeah. who you all listeners know from a couple episodes ago, our business advisor. And we were telling him about this and he's like, Oh, this is great guys. You know, just the one thing you can't do is spend the money in your head yeah. that you're going to get. <laughs> we both laughed at that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, oh of course, and, and it's only human nature. You got to spend the money in your head. Yeah. And, and I think part of that was actually the real logistics of it is like, okay, well, look, if we get this, we're going to have to buy these cameras. When are they going to ship? When are we going to do this? I mean, mm-hmm. so we are laying the groundwork of these are the things that we need to buy. And I think Jeff's point was don't plan your, your vacation to Hawaii. Yeah. You know, based on right. the profit. Don't go you're buy a make. new car or put a down payment on yeah. something. Or <laughs> yeah. Which is always good advice. And, and I think, um, that I, I was doing an okay job of it, but mm-hmm. honestly, you know, getting this gig would change the trajectory of our business. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's kind of what I, why we want to bring it up on the podcast is like, just being in the mix on something like this, just being in that moment of like, Oh my God, we, you know, we're going to get, we're either going to not get this or we're going to get it. And this mm-hmm. transforms our business. And yeah. so, it's, I mean, it wasn't even spending the money. It was just like the possibilities right. that could open up for us. Right. Yes. As far as like, man, we could rent a studio space. We could do this. We could get this. It was just like, man, yeah. suddenly like, yeah, it just so kind it of so business opened up for us. Right. Yeah. And so Monday rolls around. Mm-hmm. So as I spent a couple tick, days tick, not tick, thinking tick, about tick. it, <laughs> not thinking about it every second, except mm-hmm. thinking about it every second. And then we don't hear anything Monday, but I, you know what I'm doing? I'm playing it cool. Mm-hmm. We're sweating on the inside, but cool yeah, on the yeah, outside. Just cool, you know, I'm not going to pester this guy. I'm not going to pester. Didn't hear anything Tuesday. And then Wednesday rolls around and I, I email, like, man, I'm going to, I got to send them I, out. Yeah. I, send right? a, yeah, I just like, sent an email. I just said, Hey, just circling back. Just wondering if we've, you know, if, if there's any news or, uh, or a new timeline to get news. <laughs> right. And then he emailed back and he said, no, I haven't heard anything. I'm starting to feel a little anxious. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh no, that was interesting. Yeah. yeah that's you, interesting. you slacked me that. And I had to read it a couple of times. Like, <laughs> wait, are you anxious reader? Yeah, I was I'm like, anxious. wait, what's his part? I, I replied that, Oh good. I'm feeling anxious too. You know, winking mm-hmm. emoji or whatever. And, um, so on Wednesdays, my, uh, uh, my daughter has half days at school. And so uh, I was picking her up like at noon and we were planning to go to the pool. I was getting ready to go to the, the pool at the club. And, um, uh, I got an email. Mm-hmm. Do we have a sad trombone, uh, <laughs> sound effect? I don't think we, we got to put that uh, in. I don't think get on that do. Marco. You can put that in. Yeah. So it wasn't a phone call. It was an email. And the email said, well, that didn't go like we thought it would go. Mm-hmm. And it, what it sounded like actually was that, um, this architecture firm didn't get the job. Yeah. Well, he and said so, something and, like we went with, they went with another firm as yes, a, like not yeah. his firm even like, whoa. And, and so I, um, I had thought that this firm, because they had worked with the company in the past and everything, it was like, there was their job. And so it, mm-hmm. they had the job already. And, yeah. and I, and now thinking back, like, I don't remember, I mean, that I did not talk about it because we had had just a couple brief phone calls about it. And it mm-hmm. was just like, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm working on this bit. Do you guys want to do it? Okay. I'll get you the stuff, the kind of thing. And Got because it. we had had that working relationship in the past, we didn't have to feel each other out and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I 
think, and I, and my impression actually is that he assumed that his firm had the job and that they were just bidding at, you know, getting mm-hmm. some of these. Yeah. So uh, we thought he was the contractor. Numbers. There were going to be yeah. two Matterport bids and his, you know, yeah. janky bid. And that was it. Yeah. Those were the three choices. Yeah. And, and so apparently not, and it's almost sounded like he was a little blindsided and I emailed him back. Uh, I actually, I, because, uh, and I'll get into what happened. Um, some other stuff happened that day. I, I didn't oh, immediately man. email him back. Um, but I emailed him back the next morning and then immediately just got the out office reply. Oh, I'm out on paid time off <laughs> for a couple of days. And uh, so I was like, Oh, I think this hit him hard too. Yeah. So, there's no doubt. Um, cause we, I mean, if we're subcontracting for him, right at a certain yeah. dollar level, then he's way beyond that dollar level. Yeah, so and he may him. be marking it up Oof. or, you know, whatever. And so, yeah. and, and honestly, I, 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 like had he not like he told us that we should bid more money. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that also leads me to believe that he thought that they had the bid, they had it in the bag, that it wasn't like a, a matter of like, he was just wanted to protect us, I think. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, cause I think if he felt like they were in a vulnerable spot, he'd be like, Oh my God, these are great. This is coming in, you know, a third of what, or two thirds of what we thought it would be. I mean, this is going to be, you know, boon to our bid. Right. Yeah. And he, he made a comment like, Oh yeah, that's too low, but it's also like, you know, how are you guys going to make any money at that price point yeah. where we felt fine at that price point. So yeah. now you start second guessing, right? Like, man, what if we had to come well, in at that original price point? Yeah, of course, of course. Right. Man. So it's, it was, it was, devastating news in a mm-hmm. way. I mean, that, I, I, that's the word is maybe overkill, but like it, it, it really puts you in, um, I mean, it was extremely disappointing. Yeah. Right? I mean, we'd had it, four or five days to marinate on it at that point. Yeah, talk about and, and it. My so, kids knew about it. They're like, Oh, did you hear about the job? Did you hear about the job, dad? I'm like, no. And, I, yeah. and then yeah. I, I'm like, like breaking it down to them. Like, oh, brutal. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you're really feeling like a sad sack chump for, mm-hmm. for a minute there. And, and so I, I, I end up, okay, fine. This sucks. I'm going to go to the pool. You know, my wife and I are going to take our daughter to the pool and to the club and swim. And I'm going to have a beer. I know it's 1 PM on a Wednesday, but it's like, <laughs> wow, which is not out of character for me anyway, but <laughs> it's um, a standard Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did the pool and I see, and I ended up swimming around and it's kind of quiet, but one of my clients is there, one of our clients. And I said, Oh, Hey, you know, and I had just, and you know, I know I don't shoot, but I had, uh, I had just shot for her and another client of mine. And I was like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And she's like, good. And then she stopped. She's like, you know, not, I'm, it's actually not good. Mm. I was like, Oh no, what happened? And the client that she co-listed this was who I, and it's a guy I've known for a long time, killed himself. Jesus, man. A couple days just, before. That was devastating. Yeah, Jesus. it was just like, yeah. So so one of our clients killed themselves. And, mm. and like, it, it definitely, I, so I was already in this mode of like, this whole thing. And, and I hate, and I hate this term, you know, oh, it really put something in perspective. But, but why I, I, I bring it up is that I, I think for that guy, and I'm speculating, um, wasn't the most successful realtor super friendly guy, the whole thing. And, but going through a divorce, going mm-hmm. through all this stuff and, and, and I'm sure finances paid, played into it. Right. And then, and so he decides he can't take it anymore and, and mm. he leaves kids behind. And, yeah. and, and I had talked, spent so much Damn. time actually at that pool with him because our daughters would see each other there and play. And they just had a, a had a wonderful time. And it is just that reminder that it's like, no, man, it could always be worse. Right. So this thing happened to us and this is devastating 
for our business. I'm not devastated. And that's the thing is it, it, it does put it in perspective because you, you like, you can always think, well, it could be worse. And, Are you kidding and me? We, yeah. yeah. And we had this thing and it, and it didn't go the way we wanted it to, but this was something that didn't even exist for us three weeks mm-hmm. ago. No, it fell and out it, of the sky in our lap and it was never right? real. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, all we lost was, a bit of heartache and the time we spent putting together a bid. Yeah. And I was proud of that spreadsheet, man. Yeah. Which was a good spreadsheet. (laughs) Which was, which is not, uh, you know, it it was, it was a chunk of time and it, Mm -hmm. and it was, and it took time away from other stuff that we need to be working on right now, but I don't regret it. And, and I think we didn't really lose anything because we Mm -hmm. felt like three weeks ago, I think we felt like, Hey, our business is doing all right. Hey, it's a little slow right now, but the market's weird, blah, blah, blah. But we feel like we're in a good place. We're confident about the future. We got PRE coming up. We got stuff going on. Stuff's going on. And you know what? That's still true today. That is Mm -hmm. no different at all. And just because we didn't get this one big job, um, that doesn't mean that changed any of the fundamentals of our business. And, and, and I think what we did is we did spend a lot of time, thinking about how getting this big job could enhance those fundamentals of our mm-hmm. business. Yeah. And the perfect time of year <laughs> yeah, and whatever. You know. Yeah. And, and, and so that's definitely disappointing. Um, but I think the other lesson that I'm going to try to take out of this is that you don't want to put all those eggs in one basket. Right. And, and what I think we would want to have, and, and I think this is the actionable thing for people is to, and for us is like, how do we get to a point where we're doing 10 of these bids a year and mm-hmm. then we're going to get one or two and it's going to be great rather than doing one a year and be like, Oh my God, if we get this, it's going to change everything. Right. And we, we had an assumption of how it was set up in our head with the contacts and yeah. their contract and all that, but it was obviously different. And so we were kind of in the dark about a lot of stuff. We kind yeah. of went into it a bit naive. So it's like, you know, how do we, you know, get a bunch more of those and well, have a bit more it, control it, over it. Exactly. And because I, I do think what also happened is that, thinking about it also made us think about, Oh, what can this do for your business? So, Oh, this is actually something that we mm-hmm. want to do. And, and I think we have paid lip service to that in the past of like, Oh, we need to be more into the architect world. And we've tried that a little bit and we yeah. haven't had, you well, Jeff's always honest about that, right? Diversify. Yeah, you guys diversify. have all these cameras and all yeah. this equipment and skill set. He's like, go shoot weddings, go shoot families. And we're like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. And then but suddenly like this, this yeah. commercial Matterport, we're like, yeah, yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, I, I think that's the lesson there. And also that it's, it's, um, you know, I don't know, man, I, that, that, that Wednesday threw me for a loop a little bit. That was I, quite I, a cascade of events you had. Yeah, there, yeah. And I don't want to make it out that this guy was like my best friend or anything, but it, it was, I like, you know, and you just think of it as a, as a parent and, and, you know, it's like leaving behind the kids and mm-hmm. like, and I know, you know, my daughter and his daughter were you know, I mean, that's like, just, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's how just can a young girl like wrap her head around that. that her dad well, is yeah. Just, and, and then in two, it's just like, uh, how can you, I don't know. Yeah. The, all you can do is speculate. I don't know any details. Right. I don't know anything. And so we're, you know, we're do down and sad about the business, but for someone to be in that kind of pain at that kind of level, it, it does, you know, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, anyway, it sets you back a bit and you're like, okay, uh, we're going to be okay. We'll just yeah. keep moving forward. To a social media sidebar. I think we should. Oof, I think let's, let's just, let's just pop it and let's be like, let's, let's, let's cheer things up with that. I don't want to end. It was a little bit of a down note there, but we'll, we'll bring the happy back. We're coming back. Because up. Hey, we're, you know what, Mark, we are here today. It's a beautiful day. We're here together. We have this business. We got possibilities, man. Yeah, I mean, I it, like, it could w- be way worse. 
You kidding so, me? So yeah, yeah, man, we're we're living the good life. Here we go. We got to remember that. I think that's that's I, I'm all jokes aside. I just, we got to remember that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's uh, enhance our good life by doing an ad and then the social media sidebar. Oh man, big news with Aereo this week. So we I have been doing the app, right? We, so we've had the iOS app uh, going for a little while. So that's one of the things that Aereo offers is that uh, your business can have its own dedicated app where people can order, uh, pay you, download their photos from. It's, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's a cool thing. Uh, there has been one little problem though with it that now is solved. So there what, has been, yeah. I mean... Most of the creatives out there are on Apple, right? On iOS. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, like uh, those of us, those There's some rebels people. out there or some people that want something different like me, and mm. we're on Android, and they're Oof. rolling out the yeah. app, and you always get the app. Like, here comes our app. And like, wait, that's for some people. It's not for me. It's, it's like, for the cool people. I guess so, yeah. I mean, stats that I know, it's like 75%, right, of people in the world have Android. Oh, yeah. I'm well, sure in the I, U.S. it's way more skewed than that to Apple. Y- well, yeah, but I think, though, if you, you really, you know, jokes aside... I would say in the realtor community, probably a higher percentage of those uh, of people than in, say, the photographer community mm-hmm. uh, would have Android. I yeah. would think. I mean, a couple our, people our, of our demographic, yeah, mm-hmm. would have. Uh, yeah, so they just kind of boom. We got an email. Android app is out, so I got to yeah. check it out. I haven't looked I, at it yet. <laughs> doing your area due diligence, but anyway, yeah. I, so I think we have gotten some good feedback on the app. I, you know, people like it, and it's just one more way that you're going to be able to. Um, uh, interface with your clients, uh, keep those points of contact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aereo has so many other functions. If you want to try Aereo, which you really should, use the code UPMARKET and every any new user, that would be you if you're using the code, will get 15 free bonus listings. I think it's, uh, I, I use this term all the time. It's a no-brainer. It is. 15 listings, that could get you through a few days or a week or whatever. I mean, yeah, or a month, you know, yeah. if you're just starting out. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Good job. social media sidebar up market pod on social media this is our handle please hit us up there we love hearing from people uh, we also are upmarketpod.com it, you can um you know you want to rate review subscribe all that stuff i say it every week every other week whatever however often we're coming out um but do that stuff it means a lot to us um and hit us up if you have any questions anything else um and then uh, something mm-hmm. that i'm excited about for social media for us mm-hmm. i will say this is soon we are going to be rolling out those FPV videos and we're going to be able to post those on our accounts, right? Because we now have, we I, we talked about a few episodes ago. Did. I convinced Mark we got to do it. <laughs> you convinced me on air. We're yeah. doing it, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, and the and the damn thing finally came. It was on back mm-hmm. order. And uh, so we got it this week. And then um, Mark hasn't flown it yet. I haven't flown it yet. They have some virtual simulator app that I've played around with. And, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah, need to take been, it out into a big wide field and just like crashing the drone in the app. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like the simulator is way harder than I expected. Oh, so wow. I feel like I want to just like take this thing out to a park. And well, just cause play we with have it. the joystick, right? So, and we are talking about yeah. the DJI Avada, right? Um, and, and I've kind of seen the chatter in the groups of like, some people are like, oh my God, the joystick's amazing. You have such amazing control. Mm-hmm. And then other people are like, 
I'm throwing away this damn joystick. And where's the where's the controller? You yeah, know? and especially for us coming from the two stick kind of joystick setup. Yeah, it's it's definitely a learning curve. It's you know it's like a an old Wii kind of right. PlayStation right. thing. Oh, it's you like, did enough Wii bowling. Come on, you, yeah, you got I mean, it. It's down. in there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people put these things in manual mode and do like somersaults and like it's crazy what these things can do. Oh wow. So we're not going to be doing that inside a house, obviously, but it's like oh, you can do that oh, kind of obviously, stuff. Obviously, I don't know. Maybe we'll cool flip house. through a chandelier or something. Yeah, like that. come on. Why not? But well, yeah, I I think think that's my project for this weekend is to actually launch that thing. And Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not the video dude on our team. No, we you're not. We have video people. Yeah. But I want to have a handle on it so I can yes. kind of hand it off to our people. Yeah. Having you go through the process will then also be able to say, hey, look, this is what we want to look for. This is what we want to avoid, you know, mm -hmm. just in kind of keeping the protocols the same for and so we're not. And then, too, you can kind of have a sense of how precise that movement is, of what what risks we want to take yeah, when we're shooting, exactly. that kind of thing. Because it is a little bit different thinking than than in our our other videos. It's oh, for sure. You know, how like how cool do you, do you need to go through the chandelier? It's just going around the chandelier, okay? Mm -hmm, right. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I mean, I, let's find a house with eighteen foot ceilings and like right, plenty right. of big windows to right, fly but that in. Thing, and out of I, you just showed it to me. It's pretty light. I mean, it's yeah. pretty small. Mm -hmm. Did you register with the FAA yet? Oh, good question. No, I didn't. Well, you gotta I do haven't that. flown it yet, so I'll do that before I fly it. We got but yeah. time, but yeah, yeah, I'll throw it on my account. It's like five dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fun putting on the goggles and the whole. It's like it's gonna be cool. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna look like an idiot, like a total dork. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, <laughs> just <laughs> just enhancing the dorkiness. It's already there. Like, I just want to notch it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah notch up the dork factor. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I am looking forward to showing that on our social media. We'll uh, we'll bust that out on the Upmarket Pod social media. And if you want to follow our company, Upmarket Media, we're upmarket.media. Yes, on, we are. on Instagram and you can kind of see we we did post uh, a really cool uh, we did our we do our cinematic Twilight videos we probably got our like creme de la creme one mm -hmm. and then we're, we're just posting that one um, we just posted it so yeah it'll be up check it out it's yeah awesome, definitely yeah awesome property awesome video our guy Dustin just knocked it out of the park yeah. oh man nice that purple purpley sunset mm -hmm. oh it just looks so good <laughs> yummy <laughs> alright come on we're gonna come back for more we're gonna end with some action items it's gonna be very exciting Mark, there's a couple other ways you can have like big deals go on, not just like a big, you know, store 3.8 million square feet of Matterport. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of those is is uh, brokerage deals, and that's something that we've thought a lot about uh, in trying to cultivate. And we have one yeah. that, and it's and it's it's with a brokerage, and it's like it's not exclusive, but you know, it's basically you have to get on their list, and you have to we agree to the prices, and, mm -hmm. and but you know, we've done enough of the schmoozing and stuff where we're definitely the preferred vendor, and that the the higher ups in the company are always recommending us. Yeah, um, I think that our list of services helps with that, right? The fact yeah. that we can do everything because I know there's another, <clears throat> I know there's another local company that doesn't offer what we offer. So they right. kind of are getting pushed down the list. So yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so we have seen the benefit of having kind of a brokerage deal in place, even though I think there's a lot of different ways those brokerage deals can, can, um, 
you can interface with those because you can have it where the brokerage just pays for all the media and they do the same thing for everybody and you just cut a deal with the brokerage and like, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, you can probably just do it. You could do a monthly retainer. You could just do a discount on services. You could just, you know, you can kind of go with it with any type of, of, um, you know, price structure that, that you want. Um, and then, and then there is just kind of being that preferred vendor. Um, and I know cause there is another brokerage in our area where the agents, um, are very much incentivized to use that brokerage because, or use that company because mm-hmm. it's all free. Right. Um, but if they want to go, um, outside and use us and we have a few clients there who do use us, even mm-hmm. though they have access to the free marketing materials, which are obviously subpar. Yeah. Um, the company I think gives them a $50 credit. Mm-hmm that they can yeah. use. Go pay for your own <laughs> photographer for 50 bucks. Like yeah, what are you going to get for that? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, so I think even if you, so that's, that's one way, that's one way to do it. And then two, I think you can also, even within like with teams within brokerages, like you don't even necessarily have to go for the big brokerage deal. If there's a team when they have enough volume, I mean, you could say offer them, um, uh, uh, something we thought about as well of like, um, Hey, let's have a contract for $10,000. Mm-hmm. And if you pay us $10,000 up front, we'll give you $11,000 worth of services or whatever, yeah. 10,500. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those something that we've, we've also thought about doing. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about that. I feel like we have enough time this year. We have, you know, a few months left in the year where we can mm-hmm. roll that out potentially because it's, you know, a nice boon to your business when yeah. you're slower in November yeah. or December, you sell a bunch of credits to your top team like that. They're looking for a write off. So mm-hmm. it can be kind of a win-win. So I yeah. think we should definitely explore that some more. Yeah. I, and so that's, so I, I, I like, and again, I don't really have all the answers on this. I just wanted to kind of bring up the brokerage deals because that is something that I think we need to think about more and probably that people out there can think about. And if anyone has any, has any tips on how to approach those and, and what deals have worked for you, if you have been able to get some brokerage mm-hmm. deals, we'd love to hear it. And if you would want to, you know, be okay with us sharing it on the podcast, I think that would be uh, really information, you know, good information for people. And, yeah. I mean, and, it's a way to kind of fast track your, your scaling, right. Instead of just getting one agent trickling in, it's mm-hmm. just like, boom, suddenly you get access to 40, 50, a hundred, whatever, how big of the brokerage right, is. Exactly. Like, no, it can, it can really just like supercharge your, mm-hmm. you, you know, you just go from zero to 60. Yeah. You know, and so it's, you know, it's a volume play. So you're going to give up some money and you're going to, you know, the other big con of it is giving up control. Right. Of your photos. Cause they always like to kind of yeah, come in at that level yeah, and be like, man, give us all the rights. Gonna, give yeah, us the copyright. You, yeah. Sign all that stuff. And you know, uh, that's not a debate I need to get into right now. And I, I'm, you know, I, cause I think my take on the, this whole, the whole copyright thing, uh, is like, yeah, we have our terms of service, which is you can use the photos through the life of your listing, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And we're, you know, and you can't, we're not assigning you copyright and you can't, you know, transfer any of that. But then to get some of these bigger deals, you got to sign the, you got to sign their, you got to sign that stuff away. Yeah. They want to cover their boats on the back end potentially. Yeah, and, and, and I, and obviously we've signed a couple of those in general. Like if an individual agent sends that to me, I'm like, man, no. Mm-hmm. But then if you're doing it where it's like the money is big enough, it's like, and I know people are like, well, you got to charge three times more then it's like, well, you can't. It's just, well, and so I yeah. think we've made the, we've made the decision to say, Hey, look, this is like, there will be enough money from this that even though I got to hold my nose to sign this thing, it, it makes sense for us because mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't feel good. Right. But it's no. like a business to business. Like it's just, if you feel comfortable with it or whatever yeah. relationship you have with the broker to maybe tweak the terms a bit, but usually they're just coming down from up top and it's just the lawyer and it's like, this is what the yeah, deal is. And, and I think in general, they're just doing it to protect themselves. They're not doing it to like 
have more profit from the photos, mm-hmm. you know, so they're not going to be out there marketing the photos to sell to other people. And right. in fact, I've actually even relicensed some photos that have fallen under those contracts to other people, mm-hmm. you know, just for, and, and two, the, our one brokerage, you know, the, like I've licensed, like, with their permission, other shoots to people and gotten paid for it. So, you know, mm. it, it depends on the people that, you know, if, if the people there are cool and understand they, you know, the, the, the most of the brokers are, are, they're just getting this from corporate. They don't exactly. even understand copyright. They don't know about mm. it. They don't care. No, they're, they just, they're just, they just want to be protected. So when, when you do have that moment to say, Hey, can I, I, I want to license these to a builder or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. th- they're not going to stand in your way. Yeah. That's not so, what they're trying to protect. And, and from. even when it's been like one of their agents have lost the listing and someone else get, gets it, they're like, Oh no, no, it's fine. Just, mm-hmm. just use them. It's, it's not, a, it's not a problem. Yeah. So, so you're kind of covered on both sides and they're happy and we still get some flexibility. So, yeah. So I, yeah, again, it's, it's not amazing, but, mm-hmm. but it's all right. Um, the other kind of, I think big deal kind of thing and this, well, this isn't big, but I, it's something that has, we've all been approached at one time or another, probably to subcontract. Mm-hmm. And so you basically would sign a deal, uh, whether you have to sign it or handshake or whatever with another bigger company, um, to subcontract out. So we've done things like subcontract out Matterport work. So for, yeah. so, you know, the, the, and you guys out there, you've probably been approached by some of these companies that they're, you know, saying redoing a bunch of Starbucks stores and mm-hmm. like, and so they'll pay you, you know, a pittance, but you, <laughs> but you, uh, upload to their service. You don't have, it doesn't have to be on your Matterport account, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, we've done a few of those and, and it's fine. It's just something that we can give our employees hours and we make a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, Sometimes and, we lose money if they don't scan it properly. <laughs> we have to send read two hours away to rescan it. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that doesn't work out so well. Um, but there is also a different kind of, uh, and, and those are, I, I guess I'll back up for just one more point about those. Those kind of uh, subcontract deals are, are pretty easy, right? Because it's not like they're this company trying to come in and who does the same exact thing that, right. that we do. And it's a non-competitive you, you kind know, of setup, right? Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, we need some photos, but just take them on your cell phone. It doesn't need to be, it's just like, yeah. it's easy. We're just doing Matterport and they're not marketing mm-hmm. to realtors. It's not for, mm-hmm. it's not for real estate. But then there's a different kind of subcontractor. And it's in fact, kind of the, what you and I did like I, cause when Mm -hmm. I first started working with Mark, if you go back to like the first episode, we had subcontracted video and 3d services to Mark's company for like Mm -hmm. a year before we ever came together. Cause Mark was just offering photos and we offered the kind of full suite of services. Um, and and at the time I wasn't too worried about building up my competitor's business. Cause I, like I talked about then is like, I didn't really want more photo clients. Cause I wanted, cause I feel like we weren't making enough money on the photos. I wanted right. to sell more. And video. I wasn't really making enough money on the videos. I was just doing it to kind of appease my clients and keep them right. in my wheelhouse. So yeah. Right. Made sense. So yeah, it made sense. And, and I think I, we were just in a moment of like, uh, I, you know, I like, I like, there's enough room for both of us in this County anyway. So mm-hmm. like, I'm not that worried about you just, you know, like I was like, I saw it as a way, Oh, I get to sell more video to Mark's clients and yeah. I don't have to like steal his clients away. So mm-hmm. yeah, so you tapped worked into out. my client base. So, yeah. yeah. But then you have, um, the uh, other people you might get contacted by occasionally who are bigger real estate media companies who are either have a client in the area or are trying to bust into the area and, and are looking mm-hmm. for people to subcontract out for them. And so we were contacted by somebody like that a few months ago and, or, and, and it was more of just like framed as, oh, we have this, you know, we're 
in another area, but mm-hmm. oh, our client has this listing. Yeah. Could you you shoot it for us? And look, just do HDR photos, upload them to us. We'll take care of the editing. Mm-hmm. You, you scan the Matterport, it would be on our account. And and I was like, well, okay, that's fine. Yeah. There's and, no back end for us. It was yeah. just like send someone out and for a couple much, hours. You know, and and honestly, we just gave them a, you know, super great rate on it. it mm-hmm. You know, it was like, well, you know, it's enough where it's like, well, okay, it's worth it for us to do it. It's, you know, if it's if it's around the corner. And again, it's one of those situations where you, you sometimes you take jobs just in order to give your team hours. It's yeah. not about making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. It's just about especially when it's slower, making sure that there's enough hours to go around so you can take care of your employees. Totally. And then we got another one from them mm-hmm. and then another one. And then after like three, they started busting us on price. Yeah. Well, what was interesting too, is like, we'd show up to these shoots, like, and there was no out of town agent. Like mostly they were on lockbox. They were vacant. Yeah. And we're like, well, this is, you know, weird. There's no sign in the yard. It's like, who's the realtor that's yeah. you know, it's just kind of. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they get more. And then mm-hmm. the, then the CEO who's very, very businessy calls mm-hmm. me and, you know, we got to have, we have, we have some nice CEO to CEO talks, right. you know, really, me, really, really, really high, really high level, really high level <laughs> talks. Uh, and it was just like, he's like, look at the, at the money you're charging me, I don't make any money. And I'm like, how the, what are you charging people? Cause we're like, we're like, we're charging you $200 to go mm-hmm. take photos and do Matterport. And it was something yeah. silly where it was like barely worth it for us. And he was trying to push that down. Oh, and yeah. we're like, like, whoa, by, whoa. like he wanted to pay us like 130. I don't even remember. It was just like, it was ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I, and I, I kind of, and then he's like, oh, there's going to be stuff in Santa Barbara. And as we've talked yeah. about for us going to Santa Barbara is such a pain in the ass. That and was I was like, killer. okay, it's like, if you want to send us up there for a $200 shoot, sorry, it's $75 travel fee. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God, no, 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 you know, it's yeah, just like. I mean, the way we, we pay our people while they're driving, right? We pay the mileage and yeah, the mileage like, rate bumped up now. And yeah, it's just it's, like, man, you expensive. calculate it out just yeah. to send them up there before they no, do at anything. at 75 bucks, Jeez. it's like, it's, we don't even make that, that we're not skimming profit off that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're maybe covering our costs. Yeah. And, um, and. And you and I went back and forth. Oh, this is, you know, we're already bottomed out, right? Like, don't yeah, let this guy, you know, squeeze uh, us anymore. You, well, exactly. And then, and, and but he just kept trying to squeeze and squeeze. And, but you know, there was definitely more jobs and, and he, he started pulling out the threats of like, well, you know, I, I really want to have a workable relationship with you guys, but if I can't, you know, then I, I'm going to have to uh, find someone else or, you know, mm-hmm. probably hire my own person there and then try to get more business and stuff. So he's basically like threatening us. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm going to come we, into we, your territory uh, with my own people. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh. and, and it's just like, well, I, and, and, and because it, there is also that thought at a certain moment of like, well, well, if someone's trying to break into our market, it's like, mm-hmm. why the hell am I helping them? Yeah. You know, shooting at a really cut rate price. Mm-hmm. And so we were just like holding firm on the, on the, on the price. And then at a certain point I was like, I don't even know if we want to do this. Cause I, I is, are they making a play? Cause all of a sudden if right. you're doing six or seven shoots in like a month, you're like, well, what the, is the deal here? Yeah. It felt like we were just almost like tiding them over until they kind of set up right. shop and like took the business yeah. away. And I was like, yeah. And so then, um, and then there's a whole other side of the story, which will, I finish off the subcontracting side, but then there was another part of this that I do want to go over on the podcast. Um, but then it turned out that, uh, like, I don't remember what, I think our shooters were out of town or there, there was just a moment where we didn't have any people and Mark mm-hmm. actually went to, to go do these shoots. Yep. And so he, you had two shoots and what, what happened? So the one was in Santa Barbara and then mm-hmm. there was a couple like halfway between where we're based in Ventura and Santa Barbara. So we pulled them together like, well, this, you know, we can make this work for yeah. this price point or whatever. So I roll up there to the house and then I guess it was the owner came out and said, oh, are you with so-and-so? And I'm like, 
No, I'm with, you know, Hot Market Media. I'm here to shoot. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, and she dropped the name of this company. Mm-hmm. So she dropped the name of this company. And I was like doing the shoot thinking, oh, why do I know the name of that company? And I'm like <laughs> looking back through my emails and I'm like, wait, we've totally worked with this company. It's like a right. major nationwide like property management company right. that recently went through a rebranding. And mm-hmm. now they have different protocols and different yeah. procedures or whatever. But it's like we hadn't quite gone back into them since I'd rebranded, but I totally knew the company. I knew all the people there. I'd shot for them for years and years and years. So already had an existing relationship with the management company. Right. And so you figured out, um, and, and I think word got like, and someone there recognized you and then Mm -hmm. kind of word got back. And then your contact there, you had a conversation with them. Yeah. Cause I, you know, the second shoot that I went to after I met the homeowner, there was someone from the actual management company there. And I was like, Oh, you know, how so-and-so they're still working. Oh yeah, she's here. And blah, blah. yeah. Yeah. So, and then, and then you yeah. guys ended up talking. Right. And so I had a conversation with her and she's like, Oh, this company you're working with, why are they, are they using you? Cause we used to use you directly. Why are we using you through this company? And I'm like, a good question. Great question. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the, the, the short version is like basically this company we already shoot for and have an right. existing relationship with. So it wasn't really right. an out of town realtor that just happened to have a listing in our market. Right. And, and to be clear, obviously we re-upped our relationship with this company well, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so therefore we're not going to get squeezed on those prices because we're not going to subcontract, but we, and just to be clear, like we weren't trying to poach anyone's client. It was like just establishing that, that, um, re that existing relationship, mm-hmm. you know, reestablishing that. Yeah. And then since they rebranded, Oh, we have a new onboarding. You got to go through this yeah, and that. It, it, like, exactly. Oh, so I, guess, I think no. what had happened was it's just like in that, we just got kind of lost in the shuffle mm-hmm. and it just like, then all of a sudden they have their new protocols. Oh yeah. We just use this. Okay. This, this firm to do the photos. Okay. Then it's fine. But then when in actuality, they actually probably just want the local option. And so, I mean, she said that it's like, why do I need to go through a middleman? That's like, you know, several hours away and I know you and I know you're going to, it's like, yeah, kind of didn't work for them or for us. So it's just like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, and so, um, like that was not our intention was to like steal these clients, but, Mm -hmm. but that is a risky run when you, if you are trying to do that, if you are trying to bust into a new, if you are trying to scale and you're trying to go into a new territory and you're thinking about subcontractors, well, you know, like that could happen. And we, and again, we did not have any ulterior motives, but it's just like, but, and I think had they not like just tried to squeeze every Mm -hmm. last cent out of us and just be jerks about it, not jerks, but just be like, it it was just like uncomfortable. Like, I think that's the lesson for me is like, well, if they, if they handled it differently, then we, you know, could potentially continue the relationship. But it just felt like we were just getting kicked and kicked and kicked. I was just like, you know what, this yeah, exactly. It's yeah. If you can't, if the money you're offering is barely worth it, mm-hmm. then yeah, we're going to find a way to make more money. I mean, it's just, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't work for us. And, and they kind of set it up on purpose to like withhold who that client was. They were trying to keep that kind of yeah shield up between yeah. us and the client. But it's like, if they're not going to be there, you know, yeah. locally, then we're on site and we're going to meet these people and yeah. figure it all out, which we did. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't, uh, you know, so anyway, we're, we're choir boys, of course, we would never steal someone's client. But, um, so the other thing about that is that and it was another offer of a big deal because this guy, oh, this, this funny, guy yeah. was just like, 
you know, as, as we were having these conversations about pricing, it's like, Oh, so, you know, oh, what's your company? Like how many, how many, uh, how many photographers do you have? How many do you do this? You know, mm-hmm. would you be interested in selling your company? Yeah. It's like, Hey, can you do this photo shoot for 125 bucks? Oh, and do you guys want to sell? We're like, wait, what? Yeah. And so, you know, being the shrewd CEO I am, I said, well, well, it's not in our plans right this moment, but you know, mm-hmm. we're always open to offers. We're, you know, we're trying to grow our company however we can. Mm-hmm. And cause I knew immediately, like I, I basically I knew like, well, we didn't want to sell right now. And like, I was like, I do not want to sell to this guy, but I'm also kind of curious uh, because obviously as you think about what are the exit strategies, uh, you know, the ultimate exit strategies for for us in working with the company is like, obviously you're like, well, we could sell it. If, yeah. And that's, and that's the idea of scaling is you're trying to get to a point where the company isn't so dependent on Mark or mm-hmm. me or any, yeah. or any one person. And then it's an attractive thing to, right. to buy. You're building something bigger than yourself. You're not selling read fish photography, right? Yeah. And like yeah. we're building this thing and suddenly yeah, it's they, like someone throws you an offer and you're like, Whoa, I'm yeah. not ready to sell right now, yeah. but it's like, let's go through this process yeah, and see they, how they, this works. Yeah. And that, that you, you want to get to a point where you're doing more than just selling a client list. Because that's Absolutely, not, that's yeah. not that valuable to people because, right. you know, there's no guarantee those clients are going to come with you. Exactly. Um, so he was like, well, give me, you know, give me more information just, you know, and then he sent this list Ugh. of all the information he <laughs> wanted, which is, you know, your profit and loss, your this. And I'm like, I'm not giving all this to this guy that right didn't now. Feel right. Yeah. He, and, and to be fair to him, he did say, well, the more information you give me, I can give you, then I can give you a more accurate offer. If mm-hmm. you want to be more vague, I can just give you a big broader offer. Yeah. And we he kind of made it seem like he'd done this before and he's yes, got all, he's course, sitting on yes. all this cash. Oh, we'll throw you a lump sum and then we'll feed out the rest over, you know, yeah, two a couple years. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, exactly. Let's just see what he comes up with. I guess. Well, exactly. And so I gave him some kind of fake numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're a little inflated and, and what I, I like, basically I gave him, I don't even remember what I gave him, but somewhere in somewhere under a million, but over 500,000 or whatever, mm-hmm. um, of, yeah. of what our yearly revenue is. Um, how and, big our team is yeah, and what and, we and do. We had like, talked about it before in, in Mark and I, even in this conversation, I was like, well, let's just go through the conversation. I know there's mm-hmm. almost zero chance he's going to come up with an offer that's going to be acceptable to us because we're also like it makes you go through that moment and you think, well, what is an offer that you would actually accept? Mm -hmm. And you know, you probably everyone at some point has had that thing. Well, if someone offered me a million dollars for whatever, for my business, I would take it in a second. And I, you know, but then you're like, okay, for us, if someone offered us a million dollars, which the no one's going to offer us a million million dollars (laughs) for upmarket media at this point. Okay. Well, that's 500,000 each for you and I. Yeah. And how much of that is taken in taxes? Mm-hmm. How, how, and then we lose our source of income. Right. So basically, how far is that going to take us? Yeah. Right? <laughs> when the, you know, average home price in our, where we live is $800,000. Yeah, that's your starter. 500, $500,000 pre-tax is not going to get you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, 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 it could last a couple years of, of renting and just like living like yeah. a middle-class life. That's not where retirement money for us at this no. stage in our life and this no. stage of our business. And it's yeah, just like, we're both I've, looking at kids going to college in the next 10 years. It's yeah. just, you're just like, we're, I feel like we only just came together, even though it's been, yeah. you know, almost couple, two years, yeah. but it's like, we still have so much to do and yeah. grow and so much we're looking at. Yeah. And so as much as I would actually, a part of me like would love just to get, you yeah, obviously just get a big check and move on to some other just stuff, away, but yeah. it's just like, well, like it would take a lot. Right. So what he, so he offered us $150,000. Mm-hmm. He gave us a range of like, yeah, uh, like based to on what you told me, this is the realm. Like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're just like, uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let me, I, and I was like, well, let me, uh, let me talk to Mark about this. Let me this. discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just both you know, kind of laughed over Slack and that was all we discussed. Cause yeah, it was like, and, 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 you know, and to that guy's credit also, I don't think that what he offered given the numbers I gave him or whatever was like, even again, he said, Oh, it's a range. It's 150 to $350,000 or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, like, I don't even think that's a bad offer necessarily. Like I I'm sure he's, it's less than he would actually ever pay or, or uh, that he, you know, he would never pay on the high end, no matter what your numbers were. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I get it from a, from a perspective, from the perspective of someone else looking to buy a company that that's what you'd want to spend because there is no guarantee that our clients come with us. And, you know, right. And and he, yeah. Stuff. I guess his play was like, well, we don't bring you under our brand. We just keep you right. as you are on market media. We run everything and keep, yeah. which makes yeah, sense. We do all the back end stuff and the scheduling mm-hmm. and everything else. And, yeah. you know, and for us, it's like, you know, we're always talking about different ways to scale and like maybe down the road, yeah, we'll look to acquire someone or whatever. So yeah. for us, it was or, like, well, let's see how this guy handles it. And it yeah. you know, honestly was pretty terrible the yeah. way that it was handled and just kind of throwing out numbers and being demanding. Yeah. And it, it just, just, the whole it, thing It felt. was just, the guy was just like a businessman. Yeah. You know, he was just like very businessy and that's mm-hmm. just, I, you guys know us at this point, that's not our vibe. No, right? he it's didn't like, want to get on a zoom call and chat about, and it, it was just like, this is an email. This is the number. It was just like, yeah, it's just very, and it was just like, Oh yeah. Oh, you do this photo shoot for us. And then uh, maybe uh, you want to sell your company. It's just business, man. It's just business. You know, when anyone says to you, it's just business, you know, what they're trying to do is screw you. Mm-hmm. That's all they're trying to do. It's yeah. just business. Just a transaction. Just business. Man. Mm-hmm. So we took his big client. You know why, Mark? Because it's just business. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Nice accent, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. So uh, we are, you know, Mark and I, shrewd businessmen. We're also men of action. It's time. Oh, time for action items. Who wants to go first? Take it, man. Okay. I forgot what I was going to do. Oh, I remembered. It's, I I had a different one, but this sparked me. Our conversation today, Mark, Mm -hmm. made me think. Came to you. It did. It came to me. Register your drones with the FAA. That is a very mm-hmm. small action item, but my God, you got to do that because in case something happens and you're not registered, you are in a world of trouble. You always want to make sure with your drone stuff, mm-hmm. you are under full compliance. I Oof. know all our listeners are. I'm sure they are. You want to, I know I've said before, you got to have insurance, the drone, pol- the drone rider on your policy, or you got to go. There's plenty of companies out there that are just doing drone insurance, have the insurance, make sure you are FAA compliant. And also of course, have your part 107 license, all those things. <laughs> there's people uh, doing it without the license still. And it's and like, yeah. Oh, I could fly here. It's no big it's just Yeah. Like, you yeah. just got to do it. I've had run-ins with the FAA. Oh, I've, I've right. had to go down to back in the day, a long time mm-hmm. ago, I did not have my, I knew I needed my license and I was too busy, too oh, lazy. That might be and, another good episode. Yeah. Yeah. And, like uh, yeah. And then, then I, you know, flew too close to an airport and got mm-hmm. busted for it. Yeah. Got busted for it because another photographer turned me in. So it was really, it was really great. Yeah. yeah. It was really great. It was on a rampage for a while. Yeah. Busting yeah. Photographers. But, no, but, I, but I'm glad <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm glad it was, it was a little painful, but I'm glad I got into compliance. It's, it's, mm-hmm. you feel, that's the thing is if you are doing it on the up and up, you just feel better about it and, and you, you want to feel good about what you're doing and you want to be safe and, and follow the, follow the laws. Yeah. So, I mean, especially we're talking about FPV stuff, right? And it's like another yeah. whole level of liability and making yeah. sure you're by yep. the book. So that's do it, do that Love action, it. do those actions. All right. Here's my action item coming at you. So we talked at the start of the episode, right? About our big, big, big deal that fell yes. through. Yes. We didn't yeah, we really did. talk I re- I re- about I remember like, that. I remember that. We didn't really talk about how this guy found us or how oh, this yeah. company found us. And it was, you know, we mentioned we did a job for him last year and he basically just Googled 
Matterport operator, right? In Southern California or Ventura yeah. or wherever was closest to the store well, that Ventura he wanted. Ventura was not close to where the stores yeah. were, so it must have been Southern California. So, yeah. Anyway, my action item is the SEO on your website. Oh. Make sure, you're, you know, make sure your website's pretty and shows off your work, but you got to have keywords in there that people like these bigger companies that aren't going to find you through word of mouth that are going to actually be searching for you on Google. Right. That are searching for Matterport, Ventura, real estate photographer, mm -hmm. Southern California. Like make yeah. sure those keywords, those terms are in your website and you're ranking. Like, yeah. yeah, they're not that competitive. Honestly, there's, I mean, if you're in a huge city, maybe it's more competitive, right. obviously, but. Right. And now region, there's a handful of people that do what we do. Right. So it's not hard to rank number one or two on Google. Right. Well, and then you, uh, and then for us, it was like this firm found us through my old website mm -hmm. or, you know, the, like for two fish digital. So it wasn't even our active website. I yeah. mean, and so we, uh, and it's because, taken a while to build that. Yeah. Because that SEO. I, that SEO was for Matterport, especially it ranks mm -hmm. as, uh, you know, number one all the time. And so we've still kept our old websites active because it's just one more point of contact that will yeah. funnel back to us. And exactly. so, so we even uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I got a, uh, 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 an inquiry. Yeah. I just got one too, of my old upmarket photo and it's like, you know, it, is it worth spending a few bucks to keep it going? And absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get a client like that that drops in your lap. Then yeah. Well, no, sure. exactly. You just never, and it just goes to show you never know. So we had our old website and it dropped a client on us that almost spent hundreds of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. with us. So, oh. Yeah. It's like a slippery bar. So we had, it was in our hands and yeah, it was gone. I know. Oh, it's nice to revisit that right at the end of the podcast. Uh, yeah. So close. Yeah. All right. Well, We'll be a bit, if anyone wants to buy us drinks at PMRE to kind of soothe the pain of that, because now we don't apparently have any money because uh, right. we didn't have that. So we're, we're going to need those drinks. Yeah. Um, I like a rum and Coke. So yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll, we, we got a couple more episodes before the big day, I think. Um, so we're, we're excited to be back and thank you, Mark. Thanks everyone. That was a fun one. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Media. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and recorded, edited, and mixed by Marco Guerrero. We're so happy you listened today and really hope you'll listen to the next one too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to do any Friday night twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. <laughs>